There's crime on every street. But one man has seen enough. He's Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Whatever scum did this, not one man on this force will rest for one minute until he's behind bars. Now let's grab a bite to eat. He's a good cop who's having a bad day. His best friend... Whoa! Everyone should have a friend like you. ...is in a coma. As soon as Nordberg is better, he's welcome back at police squad. But I wouldn't wait until the last minute to fill out those organ donor cards. His girlfriend asked him to look her up. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. And his city is in the hands of a master criminal with a sinister plan. I must kill the queen. How can any police story contain this much action? This much romance? I like cops. Or this much baseball? Starring Leslie Nielsen, a cop who's always on the alert. Mikhail Gorbachev. I knew it. Queen Elizabeth, everyone's favorite queen. Priscilla Presley, a woman who really cooks. How hot and wet do you like it? Ricardo Montalban. Frank. You're both right. George Kennedy, the partner with an appetite for danger. O.J. Simpson, as you've never seen him before. And Reggie Jackson in his first dramatic role. In a movie so big, it had to be filmed in color. The Naked Gun, from the files of Police Squad. Coming this Christmas to a theater near you. See you then. hey oh. Hey, we might have a problem. Was What do you mean? I seem to have misplaced a pair of fishnets, but I think they were on our dresser in our bedroom. So there could be a random pair of fishnets somewhere around the house where a cat has drugged. You think a cat took them? And tussled. Unless you need something to, t- unless you have something to tell me. I, uh, well, when you're off at work mm-hmm. i take your fishnets and i tie them real tight around my dick and balls oh okay to, to until the point where it's really painful i did not know you were into extreme bondage and then i say your name backwards no less than 10 times you know they say that they say that after a while you can't learn anything new about each other <laughs> this, yeah that's... but that's just not true with us <laughs> Look, when you get older, you just might as well just open up more. Don't double down and be stubborn. No. When you're older, you got, you got like less to lose. So just be like, fuck it. Yeah. I like to take your fishnets and tie them really, 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 really tight around my balls and say your name backwards 10 times like you're a demon and I'm trying to summon you. How you say my name backwards? Alenga. Oh, it's almost uh it's Alegna. Alenga. Alegna. Alegna. Yeah. Alegna. That's gonna be the name of a cat we have in the future. Alegna. <laughs> uh the visual here, you don't look at quite as washed out. 
but I'm darker. Look how dark I am. Yeah, we're more in the, in a natural. Well, I wouldn't say natural light. I mean, no, it's kind of dark in here. But like, but it's not. But it, let me move this logo up, and you can see Uncle Baby Billy's face. <laughs> you can see Uncle Baby Billy in this light. That is and true. He, and he and he. Ugh. I think the circles under my eyes look pretty dark. In the actual, um, in the on the screen in our setup, the Movie Humpers logo covers his head. Oh no! But I'm moving it around right now so people can see Uncle Baby Billy's head. But <laughs> so yes, we have a cardboard of the um, righteous Jim, righteous Jim's Uncle Baby Billy, as portrayed by Walton Goggins, who we stand like a motherfucker around this house. So, I so much. Name me one thing that Walton Goggins has been in. Similar to like a Nick Cage. That wasn't made better because of him? Maybe actually even a better track record, honestly. Where where he sucked that movie up or didn't at least make his those scenes better. Have you considered... Walt Goggins, king. Total king. Yeah. Have you considered any more my Nick Cage November idea? I forgot what that... You can probably hear... <laughs> You can probably hear a dog snoring as usual. Dog sounds, that's just what you're going to hear. Yeah. You're like, what's that fucking noise? It's a dog. Or we could do Nicolas Cagemas and just instead of Christmas movies, watch all Nick Cage for the month of December. Just think about it. Just think about it. Okay, I want to do an all Nick Cage month. I mean, I'll think about it to some degree. I have a list. You made a list? No, but I, I can. I could probably. So you don't have a list. You're I fucking lying. I could write it down, but I've thought about it. That doesn't count. The list in your How brain doesn't count. How many movies do you need to make it a month? I'll tell them to you right now. We're failing so hard at themed months. I right know, now. but just tell me what would be We're the minimum. We're just now Four? one uh, a week. That's the most we've gotten to so far. Okay, so I would do Peggy Sue got married. Okay. Valley Girl. Right. I would also want to watch. Well, we did just watch a movie of his that was really amazing. Uh, there's a movie in the 80s. He was amazing. He was amazing. The movie he was, was not discussing Renfield, which you can hear. There's a Nick Cage movie I've never seen, and I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I've never seen it. But I know he like eats a cockroach and he thinks he's a vampire, but I don't think he is a vampire. Or it's up in the air. I'll figure out what it is so before Nick bitten? Cage. No, once bitten is what you're thinking of, and that is okay. a Jim Carrey vehicle. Okay. I know not. there is. I know there is another movie where he thinks he's a vampire. Maybe it is twice bitten, but it it, it, it some. I don't. I don't know. But uh, finish but your I list. I want to watch that. Finish your list. Face off. I think you said how many movies? Did well, you the think? one I don't know the name of. So I said Valley Girl, Peggy Sue Got Married, Face Off, and the one where he thinks he's a vampire from the eighties. Now, why did you pick those four? Because they're from your youth. <laughs> You, let me tell you about your ideas to watch things okay, and why it's Wicker always Man flawed. Is also we're not you, watching that movie sucks. If I make a longer list, I mean, you have a habit. Whenever you're like, "Hey, we should watch this movie," you describe <laughs> something you watched fifty times when you're a kid. But that one and, I've never seen. But it's not that we're not going to watch things that we've seen before. I know. But the whole point is to like watch things we haven't seen as much as we. Go back and watch things we've seen. Have you seen Peggy Sue Got Married all the way through? I'm going to say no, and then you're going to react to that reaction. Like, why the fuck am I supposed to have seen no, that movie? No, but that means you can't say you've seen it. I didn't so say it I've seen it. I'm talking about you. Yeah, I know. I'm not talking about me. I know. I know what you're saying. The, the things that I'm booking here. Sometimes I want to show you things that mean a lot to me. 
But I get it. And you're in charge, ultimately. That's why I was asking you if we could do a Nicolas Cage month. I wasn't decreeing. Have you ever watched something that you watched a lot as a child, and you watched it when you were older, and I was like, boy, I was a dumbass kid, and a lot of these things are not as good as I remember them to be? Sure. Sure. Like what? I'm trying to think of one. And if we watch Wicker Man... I mean, I'm open to it because Nick Cage is in it. Yeah. But I'd rather see the classic one. The bees! The classic one is a great movie, but the bees one. I the never bees saw one, the classic one, I don't think. I think I only saw his. The Nick Cage Wicker Man is infamous because of how bad it is. Yeah. It's like a famously bad movie. Not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Out of my eyes! My eyes! I was thinking, uh, I want to make a parody movie similar to one we're discussing. That's okay. just full of slapstick, absurd jokes. Okay. I want to make a parody of the parody movie we just watched called The Nude Pistol. Oh my God. It's about a, a cop. Um, you know, you know how Frank Drebin is played by Leslie Nielsen in The Naked Gun was an older man? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the opposite. It's Drake Frebin. Okay. And it's a baby. A, ba- <laughs> a, a baby? baby detective. Is it a toddler, though? Is it walking? Yeah, I think we need it to walk. Okay. Just to help with the slapstick comedy. Oh, uh, yeah. I really need to workshop this a little I more. I think it should be like the new Pop Princess or something. Yeah. Paw Princess? Pop. Pop like Princess. Like popular music. Like Poppy the, the singer? It could be Poppy. Could it could poppy. literally be Poppy. Then the bringing back new metal. Do you know she's a big wrestling fan? Yes, and I a did. huge drag fan. And we should be best friends. I uh, did, my two favorite things in the whole world. I did, in I, movies. I did know uh, that she was a huge wrestling fan, and my first clue was the fact that she has songs for like five NXT takeovers that came out in the last five years. She does, but just because you get hired on one of those. They could just be paying you, right? I mean, if it was but a one-off, it'd be I've one thing, her... but she shows up. I know, but I've heard her talk about wrestling, mm-hmm. and it's impressive. She knows what she's talking about, and she knows her history. It's cool. It is It is cool when people really like wrestling. Someone who's a big um, wrestling fan that I actually really like, uh, when I hear him in interviews, and he's very, like, he's a rapper. His name is Wale. Me. He's a huge wrestling fan. Uh, when they do the big tent shows and he had, he does like a Wally mania where mm-hmm. he has guests. And when you, yes. when, when I see him in interviews, just talking, he's such like a thoughtful down to earth person. He's, but I just wish I liked his music more. <laughs> well, you can't hit on all cylinders. I know, it's, it's weird. I've tried. Yeah. It, I've never I've, heard it. I don't think if I met this guy, since we're both so into wrestling, yeah. we could talk for a long time. Yeah. And like I said, he's an intelligent dude. He's different, but I just can't get into his music. I will say, and this is no comment on any of our friends who are musicians, but you don't have to like your friend's music to be friends. Yeah. Well, all of <laughs> a lot of our friends of their, you know, they've the they, music projects. They've had they've had kids and now they're like uh, distracted elsewhere, mm-hmm. and they had kids because they busted nuts into their wives, <laughs> and then like eight to ten months later, a baby came out. Let's, that's a long range that would go from like 
problems to problems. Like nine months ish is usually how long babies are in. I said eight eight to ten months is a great range. Ten is not good, and eight is probably safe, but eight is it's not just a weird thing to not say nine months. Why would you not say nine months? Everyone knows it's I'm nine months. I'm trying to find the range. Sometimes it's a Why little does over it have nine. To be a range? Because it always no is. No one has ever described it that way, though. No one is like, an eight to ten months later, many, she had a baby. No many, one says how that. How many people have had a baby to the day on nine okay, months? not a lot of people. Sometimes it's a few weeks before. Period sometimes it's a few months. weeks after. And so what you said is just sounds insane because no one talks that way. No one says, when's your due date, eight? And they're like, oh, I don't know, eight to ten months from now. Like, that's how you calculate all the... I mean, it's just a thing. This is weird. You're weird. I just... I like how you got hung up on that. And I described our friends, like, coming nuts into each other. And I mean, I know how you. babies are made, Bob. But f- picture everyone we know. No. No. Fucking. No. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. And if you're listening to this and you know us, picture us fucking. No, don't. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we know how to talk about this movie, but I think we're off to a great start. <laughs> hey, they have sex in this movie, kinda. Protected. They you they practice safe sex. <laughs> and they put on a full body condom. They really safe. So dumb. It's really challenging because like, you know, describing jokes secondhand mm-hmm. is often a good way to kill a joke. Yeah, so we're not gonna do You've that. You've learned this over the years. Yeah. Yeah, now, if I really want someone to see something, I just usually am like, I'm not going to tell you anything. I just want you to see it, and then we can talk about it. That's what I say now, because that's better. Like, this is good. I think you'd like it. Go watch it. If you watch it, come back to me, and then we'll have a conversation, because we'll both know what's happening. And then it can be funny. I saw someone post, uh, they took a screenshot of, like, I guess it was some Wikipedia list of movies from 1992. Mm Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs came out in 1992. It. Terminator 2 came out in it. 1992. JFK came out in 1992. That's a long movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and another one that came, Hook came out in 1992. Okay. All these, all these movies made crazy money. Yeah. And the naked, not the first Naked Gun, which I'm just now remembering. Naked Gun 22 and a... Naked Gun 2, two and a half, I think. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. I think it was like two and a half. And I'm just now remembering that I'm thinking of the second Naked Gun. But it's okay. It okay. still applies in that um, the second Naked Gun made like, I think this one made around $150 million and The second one did a little higher. Because people were excited. People actually they loved the first one so much. go to the movies to watch these absurd farcical comedies. In yeah. the vein of, like, I guess, who started this kind of style of comedy? Th- was it Mel Brooks? Uh, yeah, I would say it was probably Mel Brooks. I mean, that's the earliest I can remember would be, like, when did Spaceballs come out? 70? Uh, was it? Is, I well, think it was well, 80s. So the first Early Star Wars was 77 or 79? 77. I'm not sure who the first of this type was. You know, this is based on a TV show, the Naked Gun movies. It didn't last very long. It was called Police Squad. Oh, for some reason it was giving me, like, Dragnet feels. Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, a parody of Dragnet and, like, old syndicated cop shows from the 70s and early Mm -hmm. 80s. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. In fact, the full title of this movie is The Naked Gun, colon, 
from the files of police squad. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, was it that, was it this silly? Yes. So it was sort of making fun of Dragnet. Like, Dragnet's the serious version. As I understand it, the show did not last very long. It's funny, though. Like, it was silly. Police Squad, as I understand it, did not last very long, but these movies were pretty successful. Dragnet was serious. I was thinking of. Uh, Get Smart? Get Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that earlier? Yes. Because Get Smart's like a making fun of the. Sort of. Sort of. Like a light version of it. Hmm. Screwball comedies became popular during the Great Depression. Oh, but that's not really the same. No, let's not get lost in the no the shuffle. We we just don't know for now. But I'm saying that during this time when th- this movie came out, late 80s, early 90s, these movies, Hot Shots also came out in 1992. I loved Hot Shots. That those movies could make it to like the top 10 mm-hmm. uh, best-selling movies on a list. I bet. By the time Scary Movie probably still did, but not once you got into the Scary Movie sequels. Scary- I think it started falling off after Scary Movie. Yeah, I mean, but Scary Movie. I-, I think I saw that in the theater. That was that's probably the last true absurd screwball comedy that did well. Probably that probably did pretty good, and that's from the early two thousands. That's like a long time. That's over twenty years ago at this yeah. point. Yeah. And I think that's the last. I recall other ones, but they're like straight to DVD. The mm-hmm. ones that are like, let's make fun of all the superhero movies. Like, they just don't hit the theaters. Yeah. And they're just throwaways. Remember that one we tried to watch that was like a farce of the Fast and Furious movies? Mm, no. Yeah, it was like, it was making fun of the one that's like too fast, too furious. and it, But it like yeah, had yeah. like a two something, two something. Uh, and, but it was just, we couldn't, we couldn't watch it. Like we had to turn it off. It must've been so bad. It was so bad. And also these movies probably peaked around the mid nineties in terms of like, are they any good at all? Well, we could argue that some of the ones in the eighties were not that strong either. Now you're, you're, uh, you're hating on, uh, naked gun from the files of police squad. This for me was sort of a case of something that I definitely enjoyed when I was a kid. Me too. And I was sort of bored by as a 43-year-old grown-ass woman. This is meant to be our theme. It's April. We're in the third week of April. Mm-hmm. And we're just now getting to what I've set up as the theme is awkward laughter. Yes. We should have done so many more funnier movies at this point. Our monthly themes are kind of off the rails right now. <laughs> sure. Next month, I calendared Michael Mann movies as right. a theme. Michael Mann May. With the theme, well, that's pretty good. But I p- said, hey, man, don't be dramatic. Man spelled M-A-N-N after Michael Mann because mm. he makes dramas. So I, I I love that. So I I so we got to let's try to k- hit those Michael Mann movies. We haven't even started in our year of Von Trier. We're so, we still need to figure out how we're going to do this. Are we going to rewatch Brown Bunny? I would. He did not make Brown Bunny. Why do I always think that? I don't know. It's Vincent Gallo who made Brown Bunny. I always think that. Fucking Dancer in the Dark. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, yes. Melancholia. I want to watch Melancholia. Antichrist, yes. Breaking the Waves, which I've been wanting to see. I apologize. Breaking the Waves. I really want to see that. Yeah, I've never seen that. Melancholia I've been wanting to see for the last few years. Wonder why. Are you trying to tell me something? No. Okay. The movie is about literally like the world is ending and she's depressed and she's somehow not as depressed when the world is ending. And we had like COVID, like we had like a pandemic. And I 
I just needed to unpack. <laughs> I was right. You were making some kind of knowing reference. I thought you remembered. We've I've talked sorry. about it before. It, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's all good. But I have. I just need you to unpack that a little bit because I was because immediately I was like, "What are you talking about? Do you want the world to end? No. Or are you are you feeling like kind of sad right now?" No, I feel like through us having a pandemic, I actually I felt like. I got to this weird place where, I mean, I had a crazy lot of anxiety and then I sort of like leveled out and now I actually take care of myself. And so you know, I'm like better before it's not the same anyway, but the idea that, that, that like the world is ending and everybody else is getting depressed and you're like, Oh, I know how to cope with this. It, thinking about we're not even talking about naked gun right now. I, it's okay. I don't know how to talk about it. I don't either. I've liked it more than you did. I'll say yeah. that. I didn't hate the movie. No, no, at but all. I think we could talk about themes and stuff. But the idea of an <laughs> asteroid uh, uh, hitting the Earth, like that is something that could possibly happen at some point. Yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of wild to wrap my brain around that. Like, what does everything we do mean? When literally a celestial body can come and, like, wipe it all away. Don't Look Up, I thought was actually... Overall, I don't think I need to, like, watch that movie ever again or anything. I appreciate what they were trying yeah. to do. Yes. It, it'd be interesting to revisit that and touch on what maybe worked and what didn't. Yeah, because there's parts of it that I remember, like, rolling my eyes at, but then... But the idea of it and the concept and, like, people reacting in that way, like... A challenging, totally makes sense. A challenging film for sure. The real interesting commentary on society. I read an article that they saw something that could be like an extinction level thing, but it probably won't happen for over like a hundred years. Like we'll be gone. Yeah. But who knows? Like, and I think they're definitely sorry future. I think they're definitely working on technology. Yeah. To be able to intercept these things, I think they have been able to uh, figure out how to shoot certain things onto moving asteroids like they've actually accomplished doing that so i mean they could maybe as long as you can spot it maybe you can work it out but i mean they just need ben affleck right? yeah and bruce bruce's well, willis he's not doing so great these days but maybe he could be the man on the ground well we all get old i know i love him you know like you ever, you ever see these clickbait articles that's like look at meg ryan now and it's like yeah she fucking ages all that is is like the modern version of like star news at the at the like checkout line that would be like look at the thighs on i can't think of anyone's name like look at the cellulite on j-lo's thighs you our, know like our uh, our society does not handle aging health in a healthy way no because we try to reverse it we gawk at people when they just age and act like like it's l literally a natural process that we will sometimes actually shame people about. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It is really bizarre. And then, God, we won't even get into the process of being old and infirm and where people go and what people are able to do. And it, it kind of like it's a lot of shit like that and dealing with my grandmother is really what kind of bent my politics into a certain direction it's kind of yeah. what was kind of the catalyst to change how i view how we should change so much shit in our society isn't this funny <laughs> isn't this fucking hilarious the naked are you gun. live streaming right now no no so far we're only we might do it for more but so oh, at the movie just the at the movie one one small funny thing is that their pre precinct and their organization it's not like the Los Angeles precinct so-and-so. It's not like Precinct 13 in the John Carpenter movie. Mm -hmm. Where they work... That's a good movie. ...is 
just called Police Squad. And it, and we and it opens up on Leslie Nielsen beating up a room full of he's in Beirut. Yeah. And apparently and- he just went on vacation and he's been uh, that is Mikhail Gorbachev. You remember yeah, him? He, yeah, I do. And he peels his... He wipes off his wipes birthmark. Off. Yeah, gross. <laughs> I knew it! And uh, I, I think, was like, come uh, who, on. Who else is in here? Muammar Gaddafi, the Ayatollah, your classic uh, late a- 80s uh, geopolitical enemies of America. And I, I don't think Saddam was in here because I think we were... Uh, before helping saddam fund the iranian war at this time yeah their war when they were at war with iran so well he was an ally weird is that at this point to be honest these impressions were not great and it was kind of dark and old looking and so i did not know what movie we were watching and so there was this moment where i was i truly was like is this one of the naked guns or is this like some sort of Mel Brooks history of the world thing because I've never seen that movie. Apparently, that's not one of the high upper tier Mel Brooks. Movies. I've never seen it, so I don't know. But you were not impressed with the impression of Muammar Gaddafi. No, I guess I wasn't. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize you'd get hung up on that particular. Thing. No, I don't care. I'm not hung up on it. Because, I just didn't know what I was watching. I was like, "What are these men pretending to be right now?" But the cast of this movie, Naked Gun, directed by David Zucker, came out in 1988. It's a uh, Priscilla Presley vehicle. Priscilla Presley. Was she in any other movie? I was about to ask you. I think she was in the second one. Yeah, she was. But I don't know if she was in anything except the Naked Gun movie. I, I can't remember the if she was in the 33 and the third one. Or was OJ already like done by that point? I think that sh- he was done by that point. Uh, this, this also stars George Kennedy, o- Orenthal James Simpson. Uh, Ricardo Montalban was the is the villain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, Priscilla Presley. OJ, you know, he he quit b- between quitting football and murdering and committing allegedly a brutal double murder. Mm-hmm. He want he basically left football early, uh, so as not to be beaten up when he wants to pursue a movie and an acting career. And as much as like, you know, it's kind of like. Fuck O.J. Simpson, right? I kind of felt like he does play a pretty, did a pretty good job mm-hmm. in his portrayal as Rosenberg. And his job is to basically constantly take pratfalls. Basically, this is like classic Looney Tunes humor, yes. but live action. And you maybe felt like it kind of was a little dragon. Yeah. Uh, I thought everything was funny, but you know what, what parts um, felt particularly dated? I think, uh, like, for example... Leslie Nielsen forgets his mic is on when he's doing the yes. press conference. Yes, and he goes and, and he, he goes in the bathroom forever. and he pees for a long time. The idea of pissing, uh, like forgetting your mic is on and pissing during like a citywide police conference with with the mayor is funny. But there's a point where, like, after he's just pissing, that uh, one of the I think it's the mayor of Los Angeles does like an uh, like a crosses her eyes thing, like whoa, like. That was a little... Like, what am I supposed to do? And there was another thing where Leslie Nielsen did that. I think it had something to do with, like, how bad Priscilla's food was or something. I can't remember. But, like, he oh. he represented, like, oh, my God, this is crazy by... Cro-, like, some of the crossing your eyes thing. Yeah. There's something, like, a little dated about that. It's very cartoony, though. It is. And f- for the most part, I like that. 
But it does sort of feel like something that might be in like the honeymooners, right? Like he hits his head and is like, whoa. Uh, but maybe not even that. The that honeymoon, even be that. The honeymooners silly. wasn't that oh, gag. Lucy. I love Lucy. Yeah, Lucille it's Ball would Lucy. do that. Yeah, not the honeymooners. I didn't watch the honeymooners much. I, I like the honeymooners. Oh, I, I think I would more now. I did, uh, if we could go backtrack for one second. So, the thing, okay, I just did a quick research on Priscilla Presley. Yeah. It yeah. did not take long. She had a couple chances. I feel like to be a huge actress, mm -hmm. she was offered one of the roles in the original Charlie's Angels. That would have been fucking huge for her. Oh, the TV show. Yes. Wow. wow. Those women ended up all being big deals. Yeah, yeah. But she, um, she passed on it because she disliked the show. Uh, you said all the women ended up being big deals. I don't know if I could name the original cast of Charlie's Angels. It was Farrah Fawcett. Oh. Um. Jacqueline Smith and uh, uh, Kate Jackson. Of course. They were huge for the next, like, 20. They did a lot more than Priscilla Presley did. It seemed like Priscilla just chose not to. She didn't like the show, and then she did some TV stuff. But her thing was she was the third woman to play Jenna Wade in the soap opera Dallas, but she played it longer than anyone else. So that's, what? like, the thing. But the she was a woman. Bond girl in A View to Kill. Oh, I didn't. I haven't watched any James Bond movie but one. Golden, what? I've only seen Goldeneye. Yeah, it seems like maybe we need to theme that, huh? Like, That's shocking. I just never was into James Bond. She was in all three of the Naked Guns, and she was in The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, and those are her oh, only movies. The... And then she had bit roles in like Spin City and. Who's the, what's the name of that fucker that can be Andrew Dice Clay? Wasn't he Ford Fairlane? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I saw that. Oh, he made jokes like that. Hmm. I know who Andrew Dice Clay is. I don't think it was hey, Ford Fairlane. Hey, women, am I right? Oh. Anyway, uh, I can't believe you have not seen but one James Bond movie. And Gold I know Mark. that you haven't seen. You didn't see Casino Royale yet? Uh, you have seen the new shit? I fell asleep during uh, Casino Royale because we were watching it late at night in bed. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Did you ever finish Looper? I think I also passed, fell asleep <laughs> before the last, like, sometime in the last half hour I fell asleep. That's hilarious. And I, wa I wasn't hating that movie. I no, just never went back. Anyway. Looper, more like, I'm gonna, I want to make a farcical all comedy we, of Looper called Pooper. All we watched when I was a kid was James Bond films, Elvis movies, and, uh, like, old country shit like john wayne movies or even when like jimmy stewart was in a like shenandoah yeah that was my that was my childhood with my parents watching movies right john, like that's john what we wayne. watched as a family john wayne one of the most overrated actors of for all sure. fucking time for sure give me i'll i give me but jimmy uh, stewart jimmy i'll take a jimmy stewart cowboy i'll take a gary cooper clint cowboy eastwood. a fucking yule brenner clint eastwood give me every other fucking cowboy Lee Marvin, every other cowboy, except goddamn John Wayne. And I will say that, like, not every John, he made so many movies that, like, a few of, of them, them are, are good. Yeah. But for fuck's sake, this kind of, like. It's not because of him, idol though. This, this idol the idolization of John fucking Wayne. Mm -hmm. Easily the most overrated actor of all time. And his name was Marion. His real name. Did you know that Priscilla Presley was married to Elvis? That that's not like his sister or daughter. 
Remember when Leslie Nielsen no, was hanging I've off the statue? No, I've only just seen every single Elvis movie, and I don't know anything about Elvis. Yes, I know. Remember, re- remember when Leslie Nielsen was hanging off the erect the erect statue, dicks? Yes. When he was going, I do. I thought this movie was funny. Do you remember when? I can't think of anything funny. I'm not kidding. I well, really. I'll go like, answer, what did I like I'll go about and, the movie? I'll go ahead and answer your question. No. What did I like about this movie? I mean, there are funny moments. You didn't laugh at all. You deal. laughed. You were laughing there, a little. I was laughing, but then there was a run where you thought I was asleep because I wasn't making any noise. Because what happened was about halfway through. It's just through, the way your head was angled. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, it's just the same thing over and over again. Like, you know, there is this loose story that he's trying to save the queen. Mm-hmm. But these bits would go on for so long. <laughs> like, it'd be funny to me. If, okay, you know how, like, the triples thing is funny? Like, you make a joke, and then you make a callback to it, you make another callback to it. Cool. You make a fourth callback to it? What, Goodbye. What about the scene where uh, Nor, Nor, Rosenberg, Nordberg, I forget what they call O.J. Simpson's character. Oh. I honestly thought it was funny when he was at the beginning and he's getting shot. Yes. And then he, like... What, didn't he put his hand on a piano mm-hmm. and it closed on him? And then he hits, like, wet paint, and then he falls into the the, the bay? Like, that shit's... That was funny, but that also didn't go on for too, too long, and it was very physical comedy. And I guess, like, there's just these moments, like, the baseball thing went on forever. I thought when he's, like, because he has to figure he's out... He's, like, dancing around, like... Well, he has to figure out who is going to be the secret assassin. So he's, like, touching everybody's crotches. So he's, like, feeling everyone up, and he's, like, so, like he's he's frisking everyone, but uh, but everyone is, like, why is this guy groping me? Yeah. And I he think- has to, like, throw call bad calls so it doesn't get to the... Se- that, the that whole stuff is, like, some of the funnier part of the whole movie to me. And remember... It's, I'm not saying... Uh, it is funny. When he's trying to... Editing. When he's editing, it's... To me. Ed, just cut half just of it out. Half of it out. The movie's only eighty <laughs> minutes long. The movie's only eighty minutes. I just there. I don't know. I can't, remember when he was it's like. Not my style. Remember when he was bedside and he's trying to failing at comforting Nordberg's okay, wife. That was hilarious. And he was like. <laughs> that was amazing. Also, when he was like. I love you. And he's like, I love you too, man. We're going to figure this out. But do you remember anything about the boat? The boat's name was I love you. Um, that, oh, right. was, that was funny because it was like all misunderstanding. Yeah, it yeah. did go on like a little too long, but it was hilarious because then the other guy who's like the straight man cop was basically like, I think he's telling you clues. Mm. And he's like, oh, right. Clues. I mean, it's, it's just, it's funny. Like Leslie Nielsen would be dead. If he was a real person who acted the way that he acts. <laughs> well, O.J. Simpson at least would be. Well, Leslie Nielsen is a person, and he did act that way that you <laughs> saw in that movie. He really did act that way. Not in real life. Leslie Nielsen is one of the funniest people that has ever lived. He is hilarious. I'm not saying that he was not funny in this. I'm just saying... I it made I wanted it to be a little I wanted it to be a little quicker. You wanted a solid I wanted hour. Snappier. You just wanted a solid hour. Hit me with those jokes. A li- little minute less on the pissing joke. That was the start of me not liking this movie because it is funny, but then it went on and on 
and on, and the woman made the cartoon face, and you're right, it just got to this point where it was like, this is dumb. Oh, sidebar, I've had that happen in real life, not to me, but when I worked um, at one of my previous jobs, I had a position where I sometimes needed to wear headphones, okay. and one of the people on, or like a like a an earpiece with a radio, and so one of the people on radio with us went to the bathroom and left, left the mic on no not the whole time but what happened was someone called them and was like hey hey guy can you come up here and do such and such and when he answered he hit the button to answer and the toilet flushed <laughs> so like he basically was like i'll be right there but it was like <laughs> this actually happens still sometimes like you'll go to a city council meeting sure. You'll have like a lapel mic or something. Yeah. And then you just, then you move on and the person went to the bathroom and you hear pissing. Sure. Or people going, uh, and then ridiculously long farts and shit. Like Leslie Nielsen did. Uh, you were, you had mentioned something about how they handled gay humor. Oh, it was interesting. Yeah. Because, okay. What, what happened in that part? It was like, oh, Leslie Nielsen. He's, for some reason was he's taking the outfit of the umpire so, so the, umpire's the umpire's bent pants are over off and he's bent over the table with his tidy whities on his, yes so he's like pants off bent over and leslie nielsen's pants are also down because he's gonna or maybe they're not but it doesn't matter they're obviously he's putting like, on his clothes so this person walks in and like sees them and just basically is like oh excuse me and like leaves and leslie nielsen just goes oh i gotta get these pants off what struck me was that no one made a gay joke he wasn't like oh god it's not what you think which is what you might have thought in a movie like this yeah he you didn't overreact like, like oh my god or acted disgusted with him you know like you would think they would have done something but they didn't and i was so it was that was like a but breath of fresh air in the middle of this movie that they weirdly, didn't make a thing about it yeah they didn't go over rod about it but the joke itself was that oh he's gay like i guess well, that in and of itself it looks like they were fucking I guess it did. I can't also, blame the guy. Like, but the guy. She just went like, she didn't go like, ah, you know, yeah, or whatever. She just went, oh, excuse me. He didn't act disgusted. And he didn't act disgusted. He just was like, that's what she thinks. I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, it didn't matter. Mm. And I kind of thought that was cool. Yeah. Especially because this Progress. is like, well, this is like pre some other terrible uh movie situations like ace ventura which hopefully that's we don't true have that's to talk a, about but that movie that is very offensive and i will not watch that movie again that is an example of uh, it not aging well no. whereas somehow with the naked gun it just kind of is it's played for a gag but it's more matter of fact it's not like asserting some emotional thing yeah. to it one way or the other yeah and it's, ace ventura is very offensive in the way that it handles a transgender woman. Well, it's not in any uh, lists that I have, so... I mean, if we needed to watch it, we could watch it, but we would have to talk about that a lot, because... I, I you know, look, when we get to things... I took my little brother to the theater to see that when movie. We, well, we were all laughing back then. I know, then. we didn't know. We were all laughing. We were little. And then Ace Ventura 2, when nature calls, and he... Cl and he falls out of the baby rhino. He's he's in the mechanical baby I rhino. I think I only saw that one one time. And so and like and it and the air runs out and he has to come out and people are looking it on and it's looking like a baby rhino is giving birth to a but human man. Yeah. That is the only good joke in that whole movie. It's the only one that's yeah. good. Yeah. That movie is unwatchable. Mm -hmm. And it's not I'm not even hating on Jim Carrey. I like him. I like how 
weird in real life he is. Mm-hmm. But that is literally the only good joke in that in Ace Ventura mm-hmm. 2 when nature calls. He's gross. Naked Gun's funnier than those movies. Did you? Come on. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd yeah. rather watch all the Naked Guns than ever watch Ace Ventura again. Funnier than The Mask. Uh, the Mask. So dumb. Maybe not that as... That stuff fu- is dumb. Not funnier than Dumb and Dumber. That, that one might be funnier. Okay. When I was younger, had a very strong aversion to shit humor. Okay. So it's I not too unusual. I mean, a lot I of know, but, I, but to that. the point where I've never seen Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Because the whole preview was him on a toilet shitting. Oh, Jeff Daniels. And I was has like, diarrhea. I'm never watching that movie, and I have never seen it. Also, like well, the dad in Friday really now, was gross to me. Like, I'm call- I just hate. Pause. I'm calling hypocrisy. Okay. Because when we were watching Sallow, Twenty Days of Sodom, <laughs> you were cracking <laughs> up. When they were forcing that girl to eat shit, you were like, Sallow, you did it again. Uh, <laughs> well, eating shit has a place in my heart because of uh, because of the, the amazing queen, Divine. Oh, right. Pink uh, Flamingos. So it makes me think of her. Is it Pink Flamingos or Multiple Maniacs? It's Pink Flamingos. Okay, right. We have yeah, that. at the end. So I guess you're cool with a little bit of shit. Yeah. You know, that was, uh, I did not know what I was getting into when I saw Pink Flamingos because I, I was a John Waters kid, but when I grew up, it was all hairspray and crybaby. At our local, local here, there's a Surratt Theater attached to like Vanderbilt University. Yeah. And, you know, they would play old movies and you could go on the weekends when I was in high school. And we went to go see Pink Flamingos and I had no idea what I was in for because all I'd ever seen was like the most mainstream versions of Mr. Waters. When you when you said uh, I got stuck when you said uh, John Waters kid because it makes me think of like an eight year old watching Girl Trouble or some shit. But I was a female trouble. But female I didn't, trouble, I didn't yeah. see female trouble until later. Like all of those, I but didn't I'm just see a, until later. I'm just imagining a small child watching female trouble. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm trying to like get yeah. to like a something funny about it. Yeah, okay. It. Um, as opposed to just listing all the movies we watched when we were. <laughs> Okay, I'm picking on you. Uh, so uh, it turns out that the per- Rick- I forget why Ricardo Montalban wants to kill the queen. There might not have been in, like a formal reason. Do you remember why he wanted to kill the queen? I don't think we need a reason. Do we need a reason for a naked gun movie? I don't know why he wanted to kill her. But he did. And uh, and that's something about like a, a hypnotic watch or something, and it turned out that Reggie Jackson, yes, the I don't remember that the Hall of Fame baseball player Reggie Jackson. Oh, he had him. Yes, he had a watch that had the device that hypnotized him, and so and he had a gun. Reggie Jackson had a gun out on the field, and um, and so Leslie I guess, Nelson did not check his balls. He did not. He did not check the balls of Reggie Jackson. Mm-mm. Maybe he just saw it was Reggie Jackson. He was like, surely oh, it's good. not Reggie. He's totally good. Not Hall of Famer Reggie Jackson. Uh, but Reggie Jackson tries to kill the queen, and a an overweight woman falls on top of him after she gets darted in the neck. So there is a, like, a, ha-ha, this fat person. Joke. Fat people are funny. I mean, we, we kind of are. Yeah. I'm kind of banking on that. And it, that 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 check won't cash for <laughs> years. Shut up! People are the same, funny. What? The fuck are you talking about? What? 
You're, you'd be the same funny. I guess you're right. No matter what size your body is. I don't know. I'm just trying to see the silver lining, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but in this case, yes. Okay, yes. Absolutely. But... We're not as big as Mike and Molly. <laughs> We're not that big. Okay. I would like to not, you know, com- I would like to not make comparisons to other people's bodies. Okay. Thank you. But yeah, so they said the police squad, they saved the day. Yeah. And George Kennedy eats a lot as we see a montage of Randy Newman's. I love LA. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and I recall like in regards to Randy Newman, the singer, mm-hmm. performer. Yes. He sang short people, short people ain't got no reason to live. Yeah. I felt, that video is very funny. I felt like there was a time, um, around the late 2000s where a lot of people would say to me, you know, Randy Newman lyrics are actually really deep. And that they would feel the need to explain to me that Randy Newman is actually a very deep and layered songwriter. Did they start quoting to you the song from Toy Story? Well, I would bring up the song of Toy Story. You got a friend in me, his mm-hmm. his biggest hit. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, nah, man, like, it's not all you got. You got a friend in me. I literally can't think of another Randy song than short people. I, I think also the 2000s was a time where people would always say shit like, I hate country, but I love Johnny Cash. You know, shit like that. I hate that shit. Yeah. If you love Johnny Cash, you don't hate country. You're an idiot. Like you hate, you love Johnny Cash, but you hate Willie Nelson. You love Johnny Cash, but, but you, you hate Loretta Lynn. You yeah. hate Patsy Cline. You hate Dolly Parton. Yeah. Get the fuck out, man. You hate um, John Anderson. You cannot say you hate anything so broadly as that. I actually don't trust anybody that, with the exception of hating uh, acapella performances, which I do. Oh, I hate dubstep. That's okay, right? I guess so. Okay. Because you might like other types of electronic music. That no, just, no, I do. That just may be the subgenre like you're not as into. But it's, always, but it's always either country or rap, right? When people be like, I hate country. I hate rap. It's always those two. And it's ironic because these are also, to this day, probably the two biggest, most popular forms of music out there. Yeah. But people, there's just certain types of people out there that really just have to make it known that they either hate one, they either hate country or they hate rap. And I just want to say, if you're one of those people that feels the need to just kind of explain everyone that you hate one of those genres of music, just stop. Stop. Um, we don't need to know what you don't like. No. Start a podcast. It's always a no one asked thing, too. No, I know. Like, you can't just have a casual conversation like, yeah, I went to the freaking uh, Bills game. And it's like, I don't like football. It's like, well, that's great. Uh, you weren't there, and we didn't invite you. Yeah. So, but anyway, the story of me watching this fist fight in the stands is still going to go. Right. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I, even, I even get it if people don't like every sport or football is fine mm-hmm. it's an it's an anti-identity and i think our society does this all the time happens with politics all the time sure it's not about what you're for or even any moral consistency into the things that you believe it's about being against something else that is your identity and when you do that you're actually giving more credence to the things you claim to hate than you would if you were just like it's not for me i'm gonna go do something else yep. if it's not for me it's not for me. 
It's none of my business. I've never complained about anything in my life. <laughs> that was funnier than any joke in this movie. Nah, I wouldn't agree with that. But, I'm just kidding. But we're going to hump this movie. It made me laugh really hard. You know who loved sports? Uh, the Naked Gun, because we saw they were at an Angels game, and Reggie Jackson was there. And uh, former uh, Hall of Famer, or uh, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, OJ and, OJ and double alleged double murder double murderer OJ Simpson OJ uh, I have to say alleged legally because he was not convicted of the crime allegedly the, definitely the dude probably needs murderer. the dude probably needs money so we need to make sure we there say there are alleged. a few theories that I I think that even if he didn't do it he knew it are you going with That's the my book. with the Michael Moore? I think his son did it theory. I I kind of think that that one makes a lot of sense, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, interesting. It's when he actually went to jail for allegedly. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we can't say allegedly he was convicted for it, trying to get his like Heisman Trophy. Oh, back. he definitely got. He definitely did that. Well, I don't. I actually think that what he actually went to jail for was a little seemed a little bit trumped up. No, it was. Like, I mean, it was I like, feel like somebody just wanted to punish him. Yes, it was a revenge yeah. prosecution. Yeah, it was. But if you really go through the steps of what they tried him for and what they claimed he did, it, it kind of seemed a little soft. Yeah. So the thing that it, it seemed like that was obvious he did, the alleged double homicide, uh, he got off on. But you know what the difference there is? The OJ who got away with double murder had money. After that, he lost the civil suit to the Goldman family. Yeah. They're taking every every oh, yeah. bit of money. So by the time They got he, all that naked gun money. So by the time he's being convicted of allegedly holding someone up for his Heisman trophy in Vegas, he ain't really got that money anymore. No, that was kind of the theory on why he was doing that was because he had to pawn it and yeah. then he wanted it back. Yeah. He wanted the money and the thing. You see that truck right there? Yeah, there's a camera in that truck. Oh, okay. You see right there? You've just been juiced. Are you serious? <laughs> but one dis- bad, one decision he made that was good. Being in naked. Being gun. in the naked gun movies. From the files of Police Squad. Because at least, at least during this time, no one got their throat sawed almost completely uh, off of their head. Yeah, he was the one injured in this movie. Yeah, he actually got. <laughs> it, I did find it funny. So, I guess there was a little bit of catharsis there. Sure. Right? Sure. Do you remember in the second one when he gets hung under the bus and the bus keeps going and he and it keeps Maybe. going over the traffic cones and the traffic cones keep hitting him in the dick as uh, he's stuck under the bus? <laughs> you know, we said we wouldn't describe the jokes, but I think I did a pretty good job right. there. That was all right. So, let's hump this. You're going to give this one through five. I'm going to give this one through five. Okay. Hopefully we can get to some more screwy comedies before the yes. end of the month. Yes. I have one in the bank. It came in the mail today. I know. I'm excited about that one. And I remember this one being very funny when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but it may not hold up. We'll I know. Find I remember out. it being funny too, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. I just know that I was like, oh, I think I liked it. But it's the exact same kind of movie. Like yeah, I this. know. Uh, we'll see. I, I, look, I'm going into them all with an open mind. I wouldn't mind getting getting to Hot Shots as well. That was my favorite one of those. When we was, watched Hot Shots a lot. When he was cooking fried eggs on her stomach. Yeah, when he fried an egg on her stomach. That shit was funny. It was so funny. And it was, was it? Uh, Charlie Sheen. I know, but was it Tia Carrera? Or no, no she's the Wayne's she's world. No, she's the French girl. What yes. Is her name? 
Yes, with the with the hair, yeah, the curly she, hair, she's very pretty, blue eyes. She was in a lot of stuff back then. Uh, so how many how many times are you gonna hump the naked gun from three. the files of police squad? That's the way you're talking about it. I didn't think you'd go three. I mean, I thought you'd maybe go like two and a half. I thought about two and a half. I mean, it's um, up to you. I did think about two and a half, but I mean, it was funny. Like I said, I just felt like some of it went on a little too long, and I can appreciate that it was really good at what it was. I just don't personally think it's my kind of humor. I understand that. And, you know, it may be a little flawed for us to rate this because I haven't seen these type of movies that we loved as a kid in a long time. Yeah. So what do I compare them against? I'd probably be better to compare them against each other. So maybe watching Loaded Weapon or Hot Shots and the, or maybe a couple of Mel Brooks movies and going back, maybe I, you could provide a better score from it. Yeah. But in my mind, this is a classic of its type. When you're thinking yeah. about these kind of movies, this is one that is like in the yeah the grand ouvre, the and genre. I, and I appreciate that. And I, I give points for that. And it's someone who loved all that Looney Tunes kind of slapstick comedy growing up. And it was actually kind of a weird influence into my sense of humor growing up. I actually did have a lot of fun sitting down and watching this. Really did. And I know I said this isn't my kind of humor, but that's funny because I do remember really loving Hot Shots. I don't know how I'll feel about it now. Right. This is what I'm curious about. I did really love it. and But I don't, I mean, I remember I remember certain scenes, right? But I, I don't know. And then. And this, these Zucker dudes, they're all over all these movies. Well, what I was going to say I really did love was the Dana Carvey movies, which I feel like is like the next generation of this. Like when he's in like, why are you going to laugh at me? He's in like uh, that con man movie. Uh, Master of Disguise. No. no. Oppor- Master of Disguise. Oppor- Oppor- Opportunity Knox. Yes. Kunichiwa. Fucking movie. Kunichiwa. Kunichiwa. The, I feel like Dana Carvey did not hit off as big as a star. Like there's Opportunity Knox, which he was still in in the middle of his SNL career when he did that. I think that movie is fun. And then you go into Master of Disguise. Like there's not a... He doesn't have a lot out there. I feel like there's another one I'm not thinking of that I really loved with him in it. Did you know that um, when they were filming Master of Disguise, like 9-11 happened? He was wearing the Turtle Man costume when the planes hit the towers. No. No, really? Can you imagine hearing that these planes hit the towers? You're working on that movie. That's bad. And you're, and, and you're, watch, you're watching plane, the, the Twin Towers go down and like... You're you're working on the set of Master of Disguise, and you turn around and you see uh, the lead dressed as a man turtle, as no. a man turtle. No, I would truly think the world had ended. Four stars. I'm giving Naked Gun okay. four stars. Solid seven. Solid seven movie. So let's see here. Let me pull this. Surprising. Up. Go ahead and talk while I pull things up because I've got. I'm to very curious to see what this is ahead of. This is a B tier. I think it will hit B, yes. I think a 7 is a B. It should be a B. Uh, Yes, a 7, be a B tier. Okay, so what? where does this fall? This falls under Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Okay. And above Scream 6. Disagree. Same. I'm going to put the full title. Fine. Um, over here from the files of Police Squad. Okay. Dave, uh, this is the best part of the show, watching me watching type. Watching you type. 
David I do Zucker. love the sound of typing. We've talked about this before, but I love the sound of typing. Solid seven movie, The Naked Gun. I agree with that. So, so who knows? I mean, I think, I mean, I always explain how the rating process is kind of bullshit anyway. It's whatever you want it to be. Yes. But if we get a lot more of these screwball comedies under our belts, then maybe we'll compare more to each other and go around and we can change things if we want. Sure. There's no rule that says we can't. But I do think Naked Gun, as far as like that type of comedy, I think seven's pretty good. I feel like it's more of a six, but well let's hope that um when we revisit these other ones that they hold up as well because i have a feeling that you're going to feel similarly because it's the exact same style of humor yeah looney tune slapsticky goofy some a little bit pervy and comedy. i think for me it makes sense for looney tunes not for real people all right. Well, what do you? What else do you say about it when you end a show? Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors. Did you see that truck right there? There's a camera in that truck. Oh, you see this right here? Yeah. Listen. Okay. Come on out, guys. You've <laughs> just been juiced. Folks, thank you so much for listening to Movie Humpers. If you want to experience us in ways other than audio, I would recommend subscribing to the Movie Humpers YouTube channel so you can see our beautiful faces and all the visual jokes you might not hear on the podcast. Also, you can watch us in our rawest form by subscribing to your very own Bob Sham over at Twitch. I'll probably change it to Movie Humpers or something soon. It just won't let me right now. So for now, it's your very own Bob Sham over on Twitch. The plan is to stream our movie discussions live and you can watch us there uh, before I edit things out that make me look bad. You can also contact us over at moviehumpers at gmail.com or you can follow our mediocre social media on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again and death to all traders.